This week, we're breaking down Summer Game Fest. This is the Good Game, Bad Game Podcast. This is a song I wrote about the Good Game, Bad Game Podcast. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Good Game, Bad Game podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, and with me is a man who is distraught that we didn't get to see more horny Splatoon this weekend. It's my co-host, Mike. Mike, how are you? Hey, horny Splatoon might have made the showcase a lot better. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Straight out the gate. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's definitely a lot of thoughts, huh, to, to this. There are a few. Um, so to, to be clear... Because it is kind of confusing because technically the entire weekend was Summer Game Fest and Summer Game Fest, as of recording this, I think Capcom still hasn't happened yet. Um, I think that was 6 p.m. Monday. So yeah. It's not quite that now. Yeah. So we're recording this ahead of time because we are just talking about specifically Summer Game Fest, the Jeff Keighley hosted two hour basically kickoff event typically has like all these world premieres stuff like that um basically we felt strongly that it should be the strongest showing maybe question mark um out of everything and then like it's also why we're giving xbox's showcase its own episode um because in a similar vein uh and then we'll use another episode to kind of clean up the entire weekend there's so much to talk about um i'm assuming you haven't played anything worth noting but I'll, I'll give you three seconds to tell me I'm wrong. Oh, are we doing that this week? Well, if you played anything, sure. But if... I beat a game, my dude. Oh, my God. Beat a game, played Zero Madden. Oh, okay. Played some, played some Forza Horizon 5. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. I, I played probably only like three or four hours of, of Forza, but it was, it was enough. What game did you beat? Um... And I beat Escape Academy. Oh, no way. Uh, actually, just this morning. Oh, no I was, way. I was going through my games list this weekend, and I was like, oh, shit, I have not beaten Escape Academy yet. So I played that. Um, oh, I think I may have start, started it again on Sunday. And then uh, this morning, I had about an hour before work that I was awake, so I knocked out the ending. Uh, and then found out there was DLC, and then I'm like three achievements away from thousand game score. No way. That's crazy. Well, hey, congratulations. Thanks. Waiting for a truck to uh, crash <laughs> into the house. Two of them. Holy. Um, it's good. We have we have good fun here in, in New York with uh, trucks. I have to do a PSA about truckers. Um, if you're coming down a hill and you know there's a hill coming, start slowing down at the top of the hill so you don't get to the bottom and have to fucking Jake break for 20 seconds and blow out everybody's ears. Especially when they have a world-renowned podcast at the bottom. Thank you. <laughs> at the bottom. <laughs> of the hill. At the bottom of the hill. Of the literal hill. Not of the metaphorical hill, which we are very much so at the top. Jake breaking our own way down. Yeah. We'll see who cancels um, who. Yeah. Um, yeah, Escape Academy was really good. And it, it was like a good amount of challenge. 
for the most part, like at like going up to the final, I, I guess I'll call it boss. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the the last thing you had to do, I think, was the only one where I failed it on the first go. And I was so confident going into it again because I was like, oh, I already know 95% of the answers. And I really thought my first attempt I had beaten it, but there was another section that comes up at the end. Oh. Um, but they don't really point to. Uh, so I, I had to do it again because I failed the first time. But it was really good. A lot of fun. Very challenging, but the last, uh, the last mission you have to do. Well, it's great to hear. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And um, I think ever since you basically first talked about it and I saw some of the like gameplay of it, I was pretty much like, all right, I got to get this at some point. So I was I was trying to remember because I think that might have been a Games Fest game last year. <sighs> was that last year? Or was that now two years ago? Hard to say, but I remember in the show no it must have no it was definitely last year because it was one of those coming out fall this year day one on game pass okay kind of gigs and i'm pretty sure i downloaded it in like october yeah that track okay um so it it fit the mood yeah definitely well it's awesome like only games from last year that actually still uh actually came out from like from any of the shows you're saying more or less yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) a little bit of an exaggeration but not by much no that's fair that's definitely fair um and we can only hope that that's the case for this year yeah jesus um that's good look at you you had a productive gaming weekend outside of trying to take in all of the content from the weekend as well oh yeah um one in rome have an orgy uh, so I admittedly I was kind of projecting on you because I really didn't play anything too exciting Um, I did and again this wasn't really playing but I did get the Platinum in City Skylines for the PS5 uh, after leaving my Playstation on overnight for the past <laughs> I don't know how many nights Um, so my PS5 is getting a very uh, well deserved uh, rest Um, I'm grateful it just hasn't entered an eternal sleep just yet um that's really been it uh nba 2k is free for ps plus so instead of playing mlb i've been playing that and um just getting people to rage quit which is a lot of fun uh it's it's incredible because i'm normally not good at games but because so many other people are like picking up the game right now um i'm getting matched with other uh, noobs and you know everybody thinks they can just chuck up threes which is something that I used to fall into but uh you know now I know to like do a step back or just give it to my center and dunk on them and stuff like that so it's been very fun your opponent has left the match has never brought me so much joy <laughs> uh but yeah that's that's really experience. been it. being good at a video game well getting <laughs> I'm good at my own kind of video games. Oh yeah, we're yeah we're both very good at video games. So good we wrote a song about it once. One once upon a time, uh, I it, it like it's giving me like sick joy because like I know I'm preying on people who just like 
are typically the spot that I'm in and I kind of like feel bad about it at times, but not so bad that when somebody doesn't decide to quit that I don't run up the score and beat them 90 to 25. Yeah, of course. I mean, you gotta do what you gotta do. <laughs> so anyway, that was it for me. So again, I'm sorry to project. Great job having a productive gaming weekend. I'll try to do better. No, I won't because I'm going to be gone and not playing any video games. Big Sag. Gone forever. Gone forever. All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about, so let's get into it. Before we do, not to get too confusing, but before we get into the actual like um, Summer Game Fest kickoff show, you know, that really starts the entire weekend. I just want to hear, you know, God, what a list of things. Um, I guess first off, like, have you done, like, have you tried to watch everything thus far? Um, have you been able to watch everything? Is there anything that you've purposely skipped? Kind of like, where are you at in terms of, like, having seen stuff? I think the only thing I didn't watch so far, I didn't watch the Wholesome games is that true? I can't remember if I've watched the Wholesome Games <laughs> one yet. I might have. I just don't remember. Um, I think I tried to, but the Game Show's YouTube channel is just such a fucking shit show. Um, I had, like, the audio was, like, a full five minutes behind the video at one point. Yeah, that happened to me when I was trying to, like, get caught up on actually watching Summer Game Fest, like, the day after. And so I had to, yeah. I had to actually go through... Um, GameSpot or Games Radar. One of them just literally had it like truncated and end up, and I was like, okay. So that's I how I ended IGN up watching it. Maybe. I yeah. Think their broadcast is fun on YouTube. Yeah, I don't know what happened there, but I noticed that as well. So. Um. Yeah. So I I'm fairly certain I watched that. I would have to look up, but we're not talking about that today anyway. Um. And then I didn't watch the PC game show on Sunday, I think that was, Mm -hmm. as I almost never do. And then I started watching the future game show, but it just felt like a waste of time. So I I stopped watching that too. Okay. So I'm like, I'm pretty caught up. I didn't really watch everything. Did you watch everything I was going to watch? Did you watch the OTK one? No, I didn't watch that either. Okay. Honestly, that one is like the one you don't need to watch. Yeah, I just, read an article on what was talked about there. It's just so long. It. And what they did, we'll talk about it, uh, you know, another time. But like what they did was cool, but just they were just too awkward at hosting and not saying that I could do better, but I could definitely do better. Um, okay, so I've watched everything. I'm, I just started the PC gaming show. Um, though I'm kind of in your boat where I'm like, is there really going to be anything? And then I haven't had the opportunity to watch Ubisoft's yet from today. And then Capcom is also later today, but I've, I've managed to take in everything else. And I have plenty of notes written down. Um, of the events you've seen, which one would you say has been your favorite thus far? I was obviously biased, but I would say the Xbox showcase. Yeah, no, 100%. The Xbox Showcase was phenomenal. Um, Damn near perfect. I'm so excited to talk about it. 
but that's not today. Today we are specifically talking about Summer Game Fest. Um, God, I can't remember, you know, everything that was shown or what order. We have an IGN episode or uh, article up that I think has everything listed out, but definitely not in the right order because I know one of the I know the first thing actually that was shown was that Prince of Persia game. And that's actually one that I have written down because, um, again, I haven't had the opportunity to watch the Ubisoft um, Direct, which I'm sure they talked about it more. But I thought that was a not really... A, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Spoiler alert. Not a ton. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. I wish they would have. They did do a talk a little bit, but compared to like other things they talked about and wasted a lot of time on... Uh, I wish I would have seen more, but maybe they just didn't have enough ready. Which is fair, I guess, because um, this is the first we've heard about heard about it. Um, but that was a that was a very interesting way to kick it off. But then I think you and I both kind of shared a sentiment of the rest of the show was kind of eh, you know, like mostly fell flat. I would say. Um, <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. No. That's that's. That's entirely my opinion too. I there was, I was really excited because I will. Prince of Persia is definitely my winner for that show. Uh, okay. By a mile. Um. Really, the only other thing. I'm just scanning through the list one more time. There may have been only two other games in the entire show that I had a shred of interest for. And that was... Yeah. Only two other games, and that was Mortal Kombat 1. Okay. And... Um, Alan Wake 2. Okay. Yeah. And, and they did, like, a whole deep dive into Mortal Kombat one which i did want to talk about because i thought it was really cool um you know what they're doing with like a effectively like a series reboot um or or like just going into like a different universe and um i think like in some ways it takes like some guts to do um guts for a pun i suppose since we're talking about mortal kombat um but yeah I, i don't know i thought that was cool and um you know i'm not big into really any fighting games um but i still just have an appreciation and and also um just again like with these showcases you just get so blown away by the visuals and um i really can't believe like how good the game looks um it's just unreal yeah i have this weird relationship with mortal kombat where mortal kombat 10 came out and I bought it almost immediately. And I and I think I beat the story in like a day or two. And then Mortal Kombat 11 came out. I didn't even touch it. And it's on Game Pass now, and I still haven't touched it. And seeing Mortal Kombat 1 is kind of making me be like, okay, I should go play this game now. Not that you really need to, but it's out there, and it's... It's going to play the same way, minus a couple of the tweaks that they talked about in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, Mortal Kombat 10 was incredible. It was so much fun. And I'm sure 11 is the same way. And I'm sure 1 will be even better. 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I uh, I don't know. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll have to try. Like try, you know. Maybe I'll just have to give it a go. Finally. Yeah. Um, I will say it's definitely my favorite fighting game. Um, now, I mean, it used to be Tekken, but really not since the PS2 era. That's is Tekken a PlayStation exclusive? No. Is Street Fighter a PlayStation exclusive? No. Are any of the fighting games a PlayStation exclusive? PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. There you go. Um, um, no, I mean uh, Tekken was a huge PlayStation game. Um, I uh, the original Tekken may have only been PlayStation One. I don't right. remember that, but we had it for. Um, I'm also now just trying to think when was the last time we like heard about Tekken? They just announced something either earlier this year or late last year. Um, um, I honestly get them confused. Yeah, they, they did something recently. I don't remember what event it was during them. Well, the only reason I ask is because Street Fighter also made an appearance during the uh event mm-hmm. with a funny crossover where you can fight dinosaurs yeah i didn't really uh i didn't really know what was going on um maybe i was just like because that was one of the first things they showed right i honestly i can't really remember but i was kind of in the same boat where i was just like what is happening <laughs> I figured, and this is, so this was a big gripe of mine, and I know you thought one of them was funny, but, like, the amount of crossover shit that happened, it was so hard to, like, tell what you should be paying attention to and what is just marketing. Mm. So I I feel like I started to see this happening with Street Fighter, and we had already seen a lot of Street Fighter, I think, during the PlayStation show. Um. Yes. We've at least seen it recently. So I'm like, okay, well, we just saw this. They're probably not going to show anything new, and this must just be fucking Grubhub or something. Poor Dash, whoever <laughs> kept coming up. Uh, yes, the the Final Fantasy uh, like tease where Jeff Keighley was like, speaking of Final Fantasy, and everybody got so fucking excited, and then he was like, you can... <laughs> You can save 15% by using Final Fantasy 16 on DoorDash. Just like, oh, you bitch. Um, I will say those were two things that, um, you know, I, I would say piqued my interest during the showcase were both Final Fantasy announcements. So um, the first one being... Uh, Um, what was it? It was, uh, we got Final Fantasy Rebirth, but then we also got Final Fantasy Ever Crisis. Yeah. Um, so, uh, two, basically two games that are, uh, like 
effectively building off of Final Fantasy VII. The the main one being that people were excited for was uh, Rebirth, and it was announced like kind of weird, like <laughs> in in the like it was like when it popped up and said like rough like timeline like 2024 or whatever it also like popped up and was just like two discs or something like that i'm like what a weird thing to just like randomly call it like is this like is this like a feature right like i don't know like it just was so weird but i was just like um okay like, like, I, yeah, is this a feature? Is this something that I'm supposed to be like, no way, let's fucking go? Or like, what? Because I mean, I guess like, you know, old school uh, RPGs on like the PS1, yeah, they had to be across, you know, four discs. But then the more we got, you know, uh, let's see, PS3, LA Noir, I think was like on multiple discs, but not like a ton of games were. And then like Red Dead, was. Red, Red Dead 2 on PS4 was... <laughs> Yeah. Which is crazy. Um, Cyberpunk for at least Xbox was two discs. Oh no way! I didn't realize that. That's that's interesting. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was for PlayStation, um, but for Xbox it was. And like I just, it, it's exactly what you said. It's just like, are you supposed to get excited about that? Because it's not like it was in the PS2 era where you, you get to the end of one disc and it's like put in disc two now. Yeah. And you it'll like load your game, one. and yeah, you install one, you install the other, and then you don't touch the second disc ever again. Yeah, just very so... bizarre. Yeah, I, and I don't. Know. I still don't believe anything is actually being stored on discs now. It's just right. Well, I right. Not, I guess that's not true. Um, no, it is. If you don't have internet, you could probably still. You would probably have to install the game over a disc. Uh, or you would have to definitely, but I feel like even still games mostly don't let you play them without at least being connected during install. Right. I, I don't know. They're basically just license keys now. No. Yeah. Um, I just saw so many funny takes though, because like part of the trailer was like a bunch of the heroes, like on stretchers <laughs> and somebody took the still. and was just like my PlayStation SSD when I download this game. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I think that's really all they're trying to say, I guess. Like, I think that's effectively right. What they're trying to say by saying two discs is like, Hey, fuck face, get ready. This is going to be massive. Start um, saving. Yeah. Xbox, start saving for one of these fucking expansion cards. Yeah. Like you, you're going to have to delete every fucking game in your library to be able to store this on your console. Um, so I was excited about that. Um, you know, I still have a ways to go before I'm caught up to playing those games, but, um, I don't know. Anytime I see Final Fantasy stuff, like it just, it's one of those things where much like Legend of Zelda, I see the stuff for it. And it's like one of those things where it's like, I got to get into this and I just haven't done it yet. And like, but I'm still so excited about seeing more stuff being tacked on to what I already need to play through. It's like a really weird fucked up relationship that I have with some of these game series. Um, but I just like, yeah, I get excited for for Final Fantasy. I I don't. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I have the I have the complete adverse effect. Every time I see something, and it's so funny because you can like beginning of a game trailer 
like you just see like this fog and this rain here's like fucking final fantasy like, <laughs> really just no that's when i go get my snacks I, I i this is completely the abundance of final fantasy has officially like pushed me away from ever wanting to play final fantasy ever again because i'm a selfish little prick no that's fair i mean it's the main reason I'm never going to watch Fast and Furious is because there's 10 fucking movies that I just like cannot imagine ever are good enough for me to waste the time. Well, and Fast and Furious is dog shit. Like, I don't think Final Fantasy is dog shit. I just like my first reaction is, can we please just like put these industry resources into something that's not fucking Final Fantasy? which is an unreasonable like take to have because that's all that team has ever done. You know, if they if Square doesn't have Final Fantasy then Dragon Quest. Yeah, then it's all Dragon Quest. <laughs> no, I mean pretty much pretty much, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially because so, they sold off all their other like Tomb Raider and Yeah, it's it's not like them making only Final Fantasy is holding back other games that I would enjoy. So I just need to shut up and dribble. I'm glad you finally said it. Um, but I'm still going to get pissed off about it. <laughs> That's fair. Uh, so I did, I did find the, uh, I did find the, the tease about DoorDash funny because then for the finale to be the Final Fantasy news that everybody was pretty much looking for was like, all right, I can I can tip my cap there. Um but yeah, like outside of that, uh I thought Nick Cage was just so bizarre and just so wonderful at the same time because of how bizarre he was. And like it was perfectly encapsulated by the fact that they couldn't shake hands at the end of his time on stage without like fucking it up and then they finally did and then he like walked off. It was just like I, I feel like even he had that look on his face of like, what the fuck am I doing here? Um, yeah. <laughs> but he is just such like a weirdly eccentric guy um, that honestly, like it was hard not to just have like a dumb smile on my face while he was talking about his excitement. Like it it was, it was borderlining Keanu circa yes, 2019. Uh, and then somehow spoiler. What? Oh. Oh, well, I was going to say, spoiler, Keanu outdid himself. Um, But yeah, I thought that was like funny. And, um, you know, I think like events like that and and things like that, like I can have an appreciation for um, games like uh, Dead by Daylight, where they do these like crossover. I mean, even Fortnite, right? Like when they do these like crossovers um, and give like subtle is not the right word, but like nods to like other industries and um things like that it's it is kind of cool to see um like a dragon um we got to see a new game there uh again it's another series that i like really want to get into the yakuza series um i just haven't because (laughs) there's just almost too much to play and it fucking sucks um but uh those games have always like interested me and um I constantly see people online ever since basically the first American released game that was called like a dragon um, for the Yakuza series. Um, Basically everybody's just like, these games are phenomenal. You have to play them. And so eventually um, 
I'll get there eventually. Uh, let's see. I don't want to like go into every single thing, um, but let's see. John Carpenter's Toxic Commando. This game actually looked rather neat, um, but the main note I had was that Days Gone, Days Gone fans finally have a game that give you hordes uh, what what I assume is the entire game, so they can finally shut the fuck up about Days Gone and realize that the game, realistically, not that good, had a lot wrong with it, and sure, maybe a sequel could have fixed some of those flaws, but it's not happening. Shut the fuck up. Preach. And then we got a trailer for Days Gone 2. <laughs> <laughs> so, this, the John Carpenter's Toxic Commando, I kind of have the same reaction as like Final Fantasy is like, oh, good, another Dead Island. Fucking wonderful. Um, and it's funny you mentioned the hordes because I was watching it and I was like, well, this looks entirely uninspired. And then they brought in the hordes. I'm like, that's too much. There's far too many zombies. You're like, what the fuck am I supposed to do in this? And then they show you all the zombies and you're like, there is too much that I have to do in this. Yeah, that's 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 too much killing. It's um, too much getting backed into a corner and overwhelmed and playing the same area over and over and over again. Yes, yes, definitely. That's exactly how it reads. Um, there was Pal World, which is Pokemon with guns. Um, that looks mildly interesting. And so it's, it's like one of those ones where it's like, I'll keep my eye on you, but no Didn't promises. Didn't Nintendo try to sue over this game? Did they? I don't know. That's funny if they did. I, and and so I don't know. There's some sort of connection, and I can't remember if they had this game as like, and, and I know this says early access announcement, but like it was kind of in this weird niche of people already playing it. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember if it was this game or if it was somebody who literally just like modded a Pokemon Battle Royale uh, words Battle Royale game. And then uh, basically, like Pikachu running around with an AK. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, yeah, that game was was something. We'll see if Nintendo, because uh, it's insinuated, right? I mean, you said Pokemon with guns. Yeah, but I mean, I don't know. <laughs> like, Nex Nexomon exists, and that's literally a Pokemon rip. And um, what other game did I just see recently where like? It literally has like Pokemon blue slash red graphics. Um, like, like it's literally just like one color the entire game. And like, at least Nexomon was like, yeah, we're modern. This game was like, no, this is this could have released in '97. Um, I can't I think of the word. An Electabuzz with a Gatling gun. That's your. That's just like your interpretation, man. Oh, is it? <laughs> Am I gonna get sued? <laughs> yeah, Nintendo's coming for you. You're fucked. They're gonna say we heard what you said about Electabuzz. Good luck. See you in court. Um. So that looks interesting. Like I said, keep an eye on it. Um. I'm a sucker for Lord of the Rings. It's one of my favorite movie franchises, and so this game that I love that IGN literally calls it out and says it bears some resemblance to deep rock galactics that's exactly the thought that i had um but i'm excited there uh because again i just love lord of the rings and if it has co-op um i'll likely get shelby to try and play it with me so 
that should be fun. But then, like, I'm excited for Lies of P because, like, I want to be a Soulsborne player. And so, like, I'm but interested. Pinocchio. But also, yeah, like, but also Pinocchio. And other than that, we got a Spider-Man 2 release date, which we both were wrong because we thought uh, Sony wouldn't make an appearance, and they did. But, like, come on. Yeah. But, like, why wouldn't they give that during? Yeah. You know? Um, you win, Jeff. Uh, but, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, dude. Every like everything else about the event. Um, oh, the last thing I will say that I think is cool, and um, you know, I think a lot of people are excited for, and rightfully so, is that Sonic. Um. Uh, oh God, what the hell is it called? It was like a two D uh, Sonic Superstars. Yeah, and so I think it's like a two D, yeah, uh, Sonic game again, but like with like super like crisp graphics um that just looks really sick um and it's like brand new right like it's it's uh it's not like a remaster or, or anything like that um which is like pretty neat um you know i can appreciate that for other people right like i'm not the biggest sonic fan in the world i've watched one of the movies it was enjoyable um don't really care for any of the games sonic frontiers piqued my interest for a minute and then everything I saw about it just kind of made it seem like a flop. So it's one of those instances where it's like, if it's free ever, you know, sure. But outside of that, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what it comes out for and like how much it is, but I could see, um, I could see us picking this game up. If it's, if it's like couch co-op, cause it says mm. four player co-op. Um, I mean, it's Sonic, so it's got to be, like it's gotta have some degree of couch co-op. Mm-hmm. You'd think. So if that's um, the case, I, I could see us picking it up. Yeah. And uh yeah, you called out like Alan Wake. Um we talked about Prince of Persia, right? Um Which Prince of Persia I am super excited about. Yeah. Because it looks like Metroid to me. I'm assuming that's like, because that's gonna be my next question. Like, what was like the best part of the show? Would you say, uh, Prince of Persia was like the winner for you easily? Yeah, I mean, that's out of all the games they showed, that's one where I'm like, okay, I could definitely play this. And I used to, um, I had a stint with Prince of Persia games for a while, in like the um, PSP and DS era. Mm-hmm. I played a lot of those games and enjoyed them quite a bit. Um, maybe a couple PS2 entries as well. Um, but seeing that this was 2D, kind of, like I said, very like Metroid, Castlevania, um, I must uh, add this into the genre and call it Prince of Metroidvania. Nice. Love it. Um, so that that one I'm I'm very excited for. Um, I hope it comes to some degree of like Game Pass because then I definitely know I'll play it. But mm-hmm. Once I get into like needing to pay for a game, I often forget about them. Uh, yeah, it's fair. 
It's shitty, so, but it's fair. Yeah. Well, see, it's one of those things where, like, if it came out on Switch for a, and, and played decent, I'm sure it will. Like, that feels like a good Switch game to have. Mm-hmm. It's just there's something that feels wrong about playing like a 2D platformer on Xbox. Yeah, I feel you. I just want to play that on Nintendo. Um, so yeah, that was that was definitely my number one. And then I said I was excited for Alan Wake Two, but I. F- feel like I'm only excited about Alan Wake 2 because I feel like I should be. <laughs> right. Yeah, I know. I'm actually excited about it. I, and I kind of get that feeling. And, but like, honestly, I sit back and like, after this showing, it's like, there are a lot of games that I look forward to playing and like seeing more about, but I don't really have anything that like, I, I personally walked away from this and was like, holy fuck like technically spider-man 2 was probably the thing that got me the most excited during the entire showcase because like again like 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 a dragon right like well fuck if i was caught up maybe that would have been like mega nut you know and like final fantasy it's like yeah well if i was caught up maybe that would have been like more meaningful to me again like these are things that's like i can't wait to get to play these games eventually but like i'm from fucking final fantasy 7 rebirth i'm three years away from playing that game i'd bet all right and then by then what else is gonna be out right and that's like a healthy like guess you know so i don't know it's oh overall i i hate to be like such a downer but like i would say the entire showcase was a disappointment yeah. Uh and I think like technically it probably was better than that PlayStation showcase that we had. But I think like my overall feeling cuz maybe I didn't maybe I just didn't have like super high expectations for the PlayStation showcase. Like, I think I come out of the PlayStation Showcase at least feeling a little bit better. I think my expectations were just way too high for this. And it ultimately was just, it was just kind of a stinker, you know? I mean, at least with the play, if you, if you really go back and think about the PlayStation Showcase, you got to see, get like a first glimpse of Haven's new game. Mm -hmm. You got to see what Bungie is doing next. Like those are, that's a big deal. Those are two huge deals right there. Even if it was limited details, it's just like, okay, like. This is on the horizon. These could be two games that are really kind of putting us into this gen. Mm-hmm. Um, you get final. I think Final Destiny Two content. You get a bunch of PSVR Two stuff, um, and you get gameplay of Spider Man Two. Right. So I think that's leaps and bounds better than what we got. Yeah, and I mean, it obviously, like personal bias comes into play you know but some of these things were just very clearly not for either of us um you know like if this would have been a two-hour showcase just dedicated to diablo 4 you know a lot of people uh we know just from like player base you know a lot of people would love that (laughs) um or or be totally fine with it right but like obviously you and i would sit there being like the fuck is this shit and you know (laughs) You know what's uh, what's funny about Diablo 4? I keep seeing people talking about it. And I feel like I've seen fuck all. <laughs> right? And I honestly like, think the Diablo same thing. Of, 
Diablo is one of those franchises that like I always kind of wanted to get into. And I remember when Diablo 3 came out, that was what PS3 era, I think mm -hmm. it initially came out. Like I almost got it. Um, I was like, I, I, it, I just remember it being everywhere and I saw gameplay. I'm like, wow, this game is like actually a big deal. I ended up never playing it, but like I still recognize that, that game was such a big deal. And then like I knew this new entry was coming out, but I, I don't remember seeing gameplay. I don't remember seeing a ton of like marketing shit for it. And yet everyone is stoked for it. Like people who I wouldn't even necessarily would know what Diablo is are, are talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I feel like I'm left in the dark. I know. The only so thing that's the, strange. The only thing I know about Diablo. And I don't, what a weird segue or what a weird uh, tangent we've gone on because Diablo wasn't shown at all. But the only thing I know about Diablo is, is they always would do like cool cinematic trailers. Like, I don't know, two years ago when they probably announced Diablo 4 was like going to be a thing. They did that like really sick cinematic trailer for the Necromancer. And I was like, holy shit. I was like, this looks awesome. And then they started showing the gameplay and it's like your <laughs> top down like dungeon crawl type game and i was just like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> like, like i can appreciate these types of games but like uh this ain't it because you just what you just showed me was like oh, wow i i want to play this whatever this is about to be and you really baited and switched on me um anyway yeah the the entire showcase was kind of just like it you know set it at the top it just kind of fell flat um it was kind of a bummer and, and like put a put a bad taste in my mouth almost for like what was about to come. I was like, okay, like, you know, the PlayStation showcase was fine. You know, I, I definitely understand gripes, but some gripes definitely don't understand others. Um, but like, this was kind of just whatever. And I was like, doom spiraling. I was like, oh no, Xbox's showcase is going to suck. And day of the devs isn't going to be as good. And thankfully, um, I think that, like, Day of the Devs, um, Tribeca's, uh, like, Showcase and Devolver's um, little thing that they did, I think the three of those combined, which had roughly the same runtime as the entirety of the Summer Game Fest Showcase, I think all three of those combined were way better than Summer Game Fest. Oh, yeah, I... There were, I would say, maybe only, like, two or three games, and I don't, I don't have the list of, of games down that I was really ex excited about, but there was only two or three games where I, during any of those where I was like, okay, not for me. I, yeah, uh, I 100% agree. I, like, had to get to the point where I, like, was, like, only writing down things that I was, like, truly, <laughs> like... All right, this was the this was the one. Like I, I got to write this down because this looks so sick. Uh, it, it was so it got to be so tough. Um, yeah. Uh, thankfully, uh, I would say, and again, I still need to watch the PC game show, and I I still have to watch Ubisoft and and Capcom and stuff. But I I would say that overall, the the rest of the weekend actually ended up going extremely well. Um, there's a ton of stuff that I'm super excited for. I cannot wait to like jump into all of it. Um, but I think unless you have anything on the summer game fest, I think that's it for this episode. Um, a couple more things. Oh, yes. by all means. Um, 
and one was going to be talking about the indie games. So, well, I guess kind of just my general wrap-up of this. One point to make first. No Hideo Kojima, I don't think. There was, yeah, there was, in fact, no Hideo Kojima. Shocking. Yeah, very. Uh, <laughs> so that was weird. Um, and then my, my other thought, this kind of really made me reflect on the gaming industry because I felt the PlayStation Showcase was very good. The Xbox Showcase, uh, without going too much into it, because we're going to put that in another episode, mm-hmm. um, you know, I thought was very good. And the indie game showcases, I felt were very good. And mm-hmm. I think the thing that's tying all of that together is they all have something to lose. You know, Sony and, and Microsoft are battling each other. Mm-hmm. And we kind of have this console war thing again. Um, so they need to be creative and kind of come out with games that are like, wow, like I'm really excited to play this game. And then indie developers, you know, they're just getting so much good one uh, line of sight, which I will really praise uh, the Game Awards for, um, with bringing in Day of the Devs and mm-hmm. uh, Tribeca and kind of just giving them a platform. But indie developers are just getting so good at, not that they were like ever bad per se, but they're just making these massive, massive games that are catching like, I was never really an indie game person, but Mm -hmm. now I'm more excited for those uh, events than like Summer Games Fest. Um, So I I think that's, this is my opinion of the industry now is that you've got Microsoft and PlayStation and Sony that are, um, that need to innovate. You've got indie indie developers that are innovating. And then you get the main showcases like Summer Games Fest and um, I don't think we're going to really talk about it. So, but like Ubisoft um, and we didn't get uh, a, um, like an EA showcase, but these developers are just trying to make the bread and butter games that like have existed. They're not trying to innovate. They're trying to keep series going. Um, and I just don't appreciate that anymore. Yeah, I mean, we talk about it all the time, right? Like, just so many series. And, you know, you you, you were saying about Final Fantasy, and to some point you have, like, a, a, a bit of an argument. But it's just like, you know, we talk about how... And, and at the very least, Final Fantasy is innovating and, and, and changing from game sure. to game, you know? And so you can at least point to that and say, like, it's not the same, you know? It, they're kind of different. But... Like with some, it's like, you know, the one that is so easy to bring up is like Assassin's Creed, where it's just like, to your point, like they're just because they know it prints money and at the very least enough, they just keep churning and it sucks. And and yeah, indie indie companies have so much to lose. So you can tell blood, sweat, tears, everything. You know, and, and, and like the, to your point, like, yeah, the two hour summer game fest show kind of sucked, but thankfully this entire event happens and, and like pulls all these other little showcases together and, and force feeds them to you like on a platter, like here they all are, watch them. Um, and yeah, they like kind of 
get some recognition and you get to see it and you get to hear how passionate they are about these games. And it's, that's really the best part of, of the entire summer game fest experience for sure is, is, and, and it was probably like Xbox was so fucking good, but, but like, uh, you know, the indies were so strong and just, there's so many good things to talk about. It's going to be tough to fit it all into one episode. Agreed. So at least it kept it all in one broadcast too. Yes. Which hopefully keeps people around if they leap straight into it. But yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'm itching to record and talk about Xbox. So why don't we stop talking here and go talk there? Sounds good. All right. All right. Uh, thank you all so much for listening. Uh, like I just said, we'll be talking about Xbox next week. We're going to talk about it right now, but you'll get to hear all of our thoughts and we'll have a little special guest on to, to talk about it as well um, next week. So thank you so much for listening. Let us know what your thoughts were on Summer Game Fest. What was the, you know, from that two hour block, what was the game that really caught your attention the most? Let us know. And. Be sure to leave a rating and review wherever you listen to this podcast and share it with a friend who loves video games because the next, this episode and the next two are literally all about this past weekend. So if they have thoughts and want to hear our thoughts, bring them on. We'll talk to you next week.